DraftSociety.com presents a Premier League Draft Fantasy Podcast. Welcome to the Key Pass Collective. Your exclusive source for the information, analysis, and advice you need to dominate your fantasy leagues. Come on in. We've been expecting you. What is going on, ladies and gents, fantasy fanatics? It is another episode of the Key Pass Collective. We're here to prep you for game week 32. I'm so excited to be here because the gang is back together. The gang is back together. I'm, I just, I can't, I'm beside myself. I can't even, I'm, I'm just exploding with enthusiasm. Um, so the first thing I want to do is welcome these gentlemen. And the first one I want to talk to, Draft Genie, how the hell are you? <laughs> hey, man. Um, I've been, I'm good. I'm good now. Uh, things were rough at the beginning. And uh, there was a lot of stuff that happened on top of me tearing my hamstring in like a million pieces. But... <laughs> Um, I appreciate everyone out there. Honestly, the number of people that reached out to me is actually insane. I did not expect more Twitter people than real life friends to reach, reach <laughs> out to that. me. I love that. But it was it was good. Um, got some advice from a lot of older guys in this community, um, especially you boys. Appreciate all that you guys <laughs> did. But it's it's sometimes good to get reality slapped into you from a group who's gone through struggles like this before. So. I'm just happy to be back. Um, I kind of messed up in the Super League as well, just leaving inactive lineups, and am now one in three in it. So mm. you know what? If anyone can make a comeback, I believe it's me. There you go. And <laughs> I'm just happy to be back. You got an uphill battle, but it's okay, man. We're we're just we're stoked to to see you active again on on Twitter, and not not that it's even about that, but just the fact that. Um, you know, mentally moving past stuff and, and just getting uh, a little bit more optimism, it sounds like, and, and just a little bit more positivity about the future, man. We're, we're happy for you. <laughs> cool. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm just moving on. All right. So we've also got Toddy, who's back. Toddy, tell, tell us what's been going on in your life. It's been a hectic few weeks. Yeah. I've, uh, yeah, I've, um, uh, as 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 most of you know, that I work in a swimming pool which has been closed since the 11th of November, so we're getting a bit frustrated now. And so I've I've started volunteering, um, uh, helping out to organize the vaccination process here in Hungary. Oh, cool! And um, it's been it's been quite rewarding, but also a lot of work. Mm. So so. Um, yeah, that's that's been my uh, last two weeks. Probably every every minute of not <laughs> sleeping and working has been spent with that. But I've actually just tallied and I've I've sent like upwards of five hundred people um, to their vaccination places and organized their procedures. So wow. that's quite good. It is quite good. That's incredible. Nice work, man. That's um, more than more than I'm doing to, to help our effort here. So, <laughs> hats off to you. That's awesome. Yeah. 
Uh, and finally, Ryan, how are things going in the uh, heart of this this crazy mixed up partisan nation that we live in? <laughs> well, I've actually been uh, tutoring underprivileged blind kids. What? Uh, myself, <laughs> so take that, Toddy. No, that's wow. Wow. Where do you find the time? Yeah. <laughs> I don't because I'm not I'm not doing that. Oh, okay. Oh, I mean, really had us going. I mean, there may there may be some underprivileged blind kids listening to us right now, and please please tweet at Ryan. Yes, he's he's offering to help. Um, if if not with anything else, um, the Arsenal lineups and who is going to score well the next game week should should be within his limits. Yeah, exactly. Happy happy to help. No, it's been uh, it's been hectic for me too. Um, I'm in paperwork hell right now, closing on this on this new place. Mm. Um, should be done uh, next week, the closing period, and then we should be moving in. All goes well, uh, May eighth. So yeah, and one more move left, and then we'll we'll be settled. And wow. Then, uh, so yeah, I'm gonna be a happy man once that happens, and then yeah, my Just girlfriend in time also for had summer. a yeah. My girlfriend also had a cooking accident, so I've been um, helping take care of her, and uh, work's been crazy. So, yeah, pretty hectic on my end as well. Yikes. But, um, yeah, looking forward to this really long game week ahead of us. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's actually kind of nice because then the second half of it, we can sort of just switch off. So that'll be, yeah, <laughs> that'll be, I'll, be I'll, I'll welcome that for sure on my end. Um, so let's talk really quick. Um, speaking of hectic, Things have been going down over at the Draft Society, and, and not in a bad way. I mean, like, the, the amount of content flying out of that site is wild. Um, and we talked about it a little bit last week, Ryan, but, like, it just continues to, to amaze me how much work is being done and, and the level of uh, information that's coming out and how, how high it is and um, just really, I think, what, what, a, what a value it is. So uh, I want to hear from you guys quickly, like... Um, what, what's going on around the site in terms of things that you're working on and um, what, are, what have been some of your uh, most, I don't know, uh, things that you're, that you're most proud of that are coming out of the site? Tidy, let's go with you first. Uh, I'm looking forward to Ginny returning to <laughs> write articles because I've been do- doing four weeks uh, for the last two weeks with uh, the waiver wire article on uh, still on Fantrax HQ, the trade trade targets on uh, the draft society, and then at the end of the week the weekly ranks on HQ yeah. and the start sit on. Um, on on the draft society website so it's been it's been uh, it's been really good to be honest i i uh, introduced uh, a segment in the trade uh, article which i think i hope uh, genie will continue is uh, is uh, a deep dive into uh, trade strategies uh, there's a new one coming out every week uh, and something uh, that I really enjoy writing and thinking about, so that's something new, uh, something I enjoy. Also, I seem to have a hot hand in uh, choosing the wrong people for the wrong <laughs> stuff, so I, I suggested to uh, sit uh, Pereira, which uh, ended up uh, on a 47-point uh, 
blunder. Yeah, I, I should I should say, and then uh, <laughs> and then I then I advised to trade in Neto and Grealish, who subsequently oh. got injured. The both of them. So uh, look out this this week. I'm uh, suggesting um, trading for ASM and uh, Arthur Masuaku. So okay. those guys are are. Uh, not far away from an injury. <laughs> oh man! Uh, well, Jeannie, can we expect some of your insights back soon? What's it looking like for you in terms of your schedule? Um. Well, I was like, I felt what six weeks behind in school. So. <laughs> oh man! My last exam is done April twenty nine or April thirty, one of those, and then I'm planning to come back the first week of May. Maybe nice. not the weekend right after, but like. May 9th is the goal to or May 10th to release an article take over I'll be taking over the waiver wire and trade stuff from Toddy unless he wants to continue doing four a week then oh god means, man, I'll, just, I'll just edit for you but from my perspective as like a person who's not behind the scenes writing right now and I'm kind of just reading honestly it's incredible what you guys have done and I do read all the articles don't worry but and some of the advice is amazing. Some of it, you know, Toddy sitting Mateus Pereira is not the best, but <laughs> uh, the rest of it, just the amount of work that's coming out, it's literally what the community doesn't understand, but as someone who's been part of it and is watching it, it's 10 times more work than what everyone thinks it is, especially not on the HQ site. It takes us a lot more to publish stuff on the Draft Society site, so I'm just hoping that everyone's enjoying it. Um, soon I'll be able to add my insights as well. Um, we've been having a lot of guest writers. I've been a big fan of uh, Draft Lad's piece on yeah. the set piece takers. Um, that was huge, actually. After I read that, I started just sending offers for every set piece taker. Um, <laughs> and I know there's a lot of other guys who DM me, even though I haven't been active, being like, hey, man, I kind of want to write. And then I just be like, DM Joe or Toddy or Ryan or someone like that. But... I do think it's going to grow, and next year when we go into the inner circle mode, I'm hoping a bunch of you jump in with us because we'll have the full team back unless someone's life takes a turn for the south again, and who knows, there might be more people joining, there might not be. We're planning to reach out to some big members in other communities as well, hint, hint, but Mm -hmm. there's a lot of exciting things planned, and I'm, I'm super pumped that I'm staying on, even though things weren't the best but i'm looking forward to joining back and ryan writing articles that's something i didn't think i'd see a couple months ago but they're great man i gotta give you credit for those i appreciate it yeah how's it going ryan good yeah i've just um mostly been focusing on the the ghost point hunter article and the and the tracker um yeah, kind of just been using the last few weeks to tinker with the uh, the structure. Uh, the first week, I kind of did the the high end premium guys, and then the last two weeks, I've been mostly focusing on um, more recent kind of ghost point explosions and and guys you could probably pick up on the the waiver wire, um, more you know low profile guys. And then this week, I focused uh, solely on kind of waiver wire um, defenders. So, yeah. Absolutely open to, to feedback as it's uh, a new article. Um, so, yeah, I'm just hoping you guys are enjoying it. And, um, yeah, looking forward to uh, continuing that and jumping in on other stuff as, as needed. Nice. Yeah, I mean, shout out to all the guys, you know, on, on the Draft Society website. 
um, the chaps and of course, you know, the inner geek and director thoughts and, uh, Adam Murphy. I mean, just like it's, it's been, it's been awesome. Uh, I'm just so excited to see where this goes and, and the team that we have. And obviously, you know, the fact that we can be there for each other and cover when one of us needs a little break, it's been, it's been really cool and really humbling to see. So that's been really, really neat guys. Um, so reminder to listeners, follow us. We're, uh, at draft underscore society. And of course the podcast at KP underscore collective. Let's give a little shout out if we could to Brandon Brisbane Brando at Brisbane Brando. Um, our guy, you know, the, uh, the one and only super fan of the pod. And then of course, Matt wing at fan tracks, Matt, both of them sent in some donations. We just want to give them a massive shout out and tell them that we are once again, humbled, um, and of course, grateful for those donations because that um, in this moment now where we're kind of trying to make the site free so everyone can get a taste of it, uh, that, that definitely keeps us going and helps us cover costs. So we appreciate you guys. Thank you guys so much. And uh, yeah, let's let's move on, guys. Let's get into the real nitty gritty. We have a quiz. But I just want to I mean, have you called French foreign minister, for instance? No, but they we're in the process of arranging for me to go to go to France and to Germany. Do you know who he is? Um, don't start pub quizzing me, darling. Well, Don't I mean, start pub quizzing me. He's the French foreign minister. Do you know his name? <laughs> no, and I'm not. <laughs> All right. So. Every time it gets me. <laughs> okay. So, um, Jeannie, we're going to start with you, and then we'll go Ryan, and then we'll go Toddy, uh, because, you know, Toddy is the reigning champion. I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's obviously beneficial to go last or if it's not, but regardless, we're going to go Jeannie, Ryan, Toddy. And we're going to give each of you three guesses to guess the top ten. Okay, the top ten. Um, these quiz questions were sent in to us by a listener who would rather not be called out on air, which is fine. Um, but he's one of our favorites, and you've heard us mention him very often. Uh, <laughs> so just to say, just to say. Um, and I should tell you guys that uh, this particular quiz was made before last game week. Okay, so this was made before last game week so you have to sort of like put the last game week's um stats out of your mind just for just for this quiz okay all right so this is since 1 1 2021 so since january 1st of players that have five or more starts who has the most shots per 90 shots per 90 Genie, you not, are first. Not shots on, not shots on no. target. Shots. shots per 90. It just and says shots per 90. <laughs> Five starts? Five starts or more since um, January 1st. Okay, my first guess will be Bruno. Bruno is number four. Number four. So once again, you get a, you get a point if you get somebody in the top ten. Bruno's number four. Nice job, Genie. Ryan? <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I think you, everyone knows where I'm going with this, but I'm just wondering if it's if he's still got it. Um, <laughs> I might have, I might keep him in my back pocket. Um, okay, all right. Ooh. Um, shots per ninety. Kane. Kane is number one. Toddy. Uh, Bale. Bale is number nine. Nice job, Genie. Um, Mason Mount. Mason Mount is number twenty-two. Oh. Number twenty-two. Sorry, 
Ryan. He's a bit rusty. Yeah. I am. Um, Go for it. Rafinha is not in the top ten. In fact, let's see. He's not in the top. Oh, sorry. He's 38. 38. Jesus. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I thought he I don't own him in any leagues. I'll go Anwar El Ghazi. No, Anwar El Ghazi is not in the top ten. Set you up there. Not in the top ten shots per 90. It's interesting. He actually, though, is 14. Jeannie, last guess. Uh, ooh, actually, this is probably a good one. Lingard. Lingard is 10. Nice, nice. job. Nice job. <laughs> Ryan. Oh, man. Hmm. Since January... Salah? Salah is number eight. Nice work. Toddy, your last guess for this particular question? Mm. Marcus Rashford? Rashford is not in the top ten. Uh, I'm trying to see. Let's see. Where is he at? Uh, boy, I'm scrolling and scrolling, and I'm not... <laughs> He doesn't shoot Toddy. He just dribbles inside yeah, the six-yard apparently. box. Yeah, apparently. Apparently. <laughs> uh, no, so here's your top ten. Do Harry, we go? Do we want to keep going? I mean, we've, so got, we, we've got other questions. Do you want to do one more? You want to do one more round? No, just if um, Jeannie and I go until we miss. Oh, sure. Okay. Let's do that. Go for it. Jeannie, have at it. <sighs> um, I think KDB. You bro- I think you... Oh, never mind. You got it, Jeannie. Nice work. I was going nice. to say, I think you guys both might miss this one, but... Nope, proven wrong. Ryan. Uh, I'm between two. Um, Bamford? Bamford is not in the top Ooh. ten. Not in the top All right. ten. All right, here's your top ten. So Jeannie leads with three, Ryan with two, Toddy with one. It is Harry Kane, Kevin De Bruyne, James Madison. Oh, what? Ooh. Again, it's shots per 90. So it doesn't yeah. necessarily mean that they have to have um, – put up that many shots every single match since January 1st. Right? So it's just an average of the shots per 90. Um, Bruno Fernandez, Ali Burke, number five, obviously. Of course. You know, of course. Everybody was thinking that. I know you guys were all were. Um, God, Jeannie's boy, that. Mason Greenwood, number six. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hakim Ziyech, number seven. Salah, Gareth Bale, Lingard. Nice. Hot, uh, hot on their trail was uh, Firmino, Iannaccio, and Pepe and El Ghazi. Firmino? Wow. Right? Pepe. What have I missed? Well, they're not shots on target, Genie. <laughs> shots into the stands. <laughs> okay, okay. That makes more sense. So there you go. All right. So the next thing we're going to look at, we've got two more questions, guys. Two more questions. The next thing we're going to look at is, again, since January 1st, have to have five or more starts to qualify and you have to be averaging one or more shots per game okay you with me yeah okay this this is shot accuracy shot accuracy total shots on target right out of the hole so shot accuracy and i can tell you there are 10 players exactly who average from between 80% to 60%. And those are the players you're looking for. All right. So let's go 
Toddy, Ryan, Jeannie. We'll just switch up the order, and then for the last one, we'll let we'll let Ryan go first. Okay, um, I'll go Ilkay Gundogan. Ilkay Gundogan is not in this list. He is. What? He's at fifty percent. Mr. Tappen. He's at fifty percent, so he would be just below this list, tied with a bunch of other guys. But he is not one of the sixty years. Ryan. Ooh. Um. Um, let's see here. Ollie Watkins. Ollie Watkins. No, no, Ollie Watkins. Sorry. These names are a little bit bizarre, to be honest. Although so, you might get some of them. Jeannie, what do you think? Um, I got to stick with my boy Lingard. Uh, Jesse Lingard is definitely on there. Let's see. He's one, two, three, four, five. He's fifth. Nice, nice work. Toddy. Tomas Suchek. Tomas Suchek is not one of them. Ryan. Gabriel Jesus. Gabriel Jesus, let's see, is not one of them. Man, my tapping guys are killing me. <laughs> not all of them think. Genie. Uh... Foden? Foden is a he's a fifty percent guy, so he just misses the cut. Oh. Toddy? John Stones. John Stones. <laughs> See the problem is I don't know if he he's averaging one or more shots per game. Um, oh yeah. But cool. he's yeah, he's not in this list. He's not in this list. Mm. Ryan? I wonder if any um, listeners are just, like, tearing their hair out. Like, why are they not saying any of these names? Or if you guys are as lost as these guys are, because these are really weird names, to be honest. Oh, man. I'm trying to trying to get weird. <laughs> <laughs> ben Teke? Ben Teke. That is weird. He's not in there, though. Sorry. <laughs> Genie. Um, Havertz? Havertz is not either. So, here is... Is, is Samedo in there? No. <laughs> Pepe? No. But, Ryan, there is another gunner I thought you were going to say. Laka? Laka. Laka. Oh, Man, I was close to saying Laka. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, Ooh, here, yeah, here is got that one. your top ten in terms of accuracy. Now, some of these boil down simply to the fact that they don't take that many shots, and the ones that they do might be on target maybe they're saved uh but number one with 80 percent shot accuracy chris wood <laughs> <laughs> wow i would have never all headers that. yeah yeah so that's followed by lacazette joe ellington which no zero people on the planet should have guessed uh james ward prouse oh yeah all the freaking yeah make, makes sense yeah jesse lingard Lewis Dunk, <laughs> wow, Jack Harrison, Yuri Tielemont, Callum Robinson, Bernardo Silva, Dominic Calvert-Lewin. Ah, uh, TCL was up there for me too. Mm-hmm. 
Yikes. What a bizarre list of names. And I don't know if we can really <laughs> glean anything from that. <laughs> Pick up Lewis Dunk. You know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so your, your final chance at points. I have four. Four. Um, sorry, one second. Let me, count, let me formulate this, this question here. Okay. Four players who are currently in the top 25 overall scorers for the entire year have averaged since January 1st have averaged 40% or lower shot accuracy. Wow. <laughs> so Ryan, you are first Toddy and then Jeannie. So you're looking for yeah, re- 40 percent, 40% or lower shot accuracy but four players who are in the top 25 overall in fantasy points um uh, so accuracy means going back to the shot on target doesn't have to be a goal correct okay got it so i have to take a lot of shots um Salah? No, Salah's not on there. Toddy. Mane? Mane is not. Genie. Um, Firmino? Firmino is not. <laughs> He's not a top 25 player, though. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, remember the, the main premise. Oh, yeah. I forgot. <laughs> 20, yeah, top 25 player. All right, Ryan. Uh, Watkins. Nope. Toddy. God damn it. <laughs> Traore, Adama. Nope, Genie. Uh, Mount. Mount is not either. Ryan, back to you. Quick fire, shame round. <laughs> yeah, seriously, <laughs> who did this? <laughs> um, goodness gracious. Hold on. Rafinha. Rafinha is one of them. Nice work. Rafinha is definitely one of them. Toddy. Um, DCL? Is not DCL. We just had him in the other list. I thought he could be in two lists. (laughs) True, maybe. Okay, Jeannie. Uh, Harrison? Harrison is not... So that is that's it. Um, in terms Barty? of accuracy, so this is Sterling? Shot, shot accuracy. Sterling is one of them, absolutely. And I didn't I didn't even think he was top twenty five player. Yeah, he is just barely twenty four. He? He's just huh. barely. Um, and then also Sun and Kane. Oh, why didn't I say Kane? The guy just shoots for fun. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, he was on the most shots list. So huh. Sun and Kane. Yep. Yep. For sure. So there you go. Little a little thought into or a little look into some of our most prolific shooters in the game. I thought it was kind of a cool quiz. So yeah. shout out to that person. You know who you are. Thank you for that information. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for sh- shaming us. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, there's that too. <laughs> um. That Okay, so let's let's move it all on, guys. Uh, so, one thing I do want to mention, and uh, I think Drafter Thoughts shared this with us uh, today, 
when when the news was made public. And not that it's necessarily been officially declared yet, but uh, everybody's expecting it to be declared. And that is the fact that the Premier League is going to be pushing back Game Week 37 so that it can allow fans into the venues. Uh, they're saying that up to 10,000 fans will be able to, um, to attend each game. And so, obviously, we're wondering... I mean, pushing back the game, it doesn't seem like it's going to shake things up that much, but I'm just curious if you guys think this is going to have any sort of bearing on the draft fantasy game. So I don't know who maybe wants to kick this off. Toddy, maybe? I know you were kind of interacting with Drafter Thoughts a little bit on, on that thread. Yeah, um, I think it shouldn't be that bad if... if um the fantasy platforms that uh, everyone is playing on um, have uh, show some flexibility in in uh, rescheduling game weeks, but there might be some doubles and uh, blanks due to this. But I think what we can um, definitely say uh, that if that happens, so if if this. Rescheduling uh, messes with uh, the last few game weeks, then we'll we will definitely have a dedicated article on the draftsociety.com um, detailing the changes and how to navigate them or how to uh, find an alternative solution to to not uh, messing with playoff uh, structures because I think this late in the in the season if if for some reason these reschedulings just throw up a huge lot of blanks and doubles when when it's like playoff final week or something like that then uh then that shouldn't that shouldn't be uh something that decides a league's outcome yeah. so we, we we will definitely need to put our heads together and um uh, and come up with a solution that we can suggest to our listeners and our uh readers on 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 the site um that that will sort of mitigate for this now when you say that it might result in like doubles or blanks is that because you're thinking there's a potential that pushing it back would would then make it interfere with like um, cup finals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cup okay. finals and midweeks uh, sure. and Champions League and whatever. So um, if anyone's really into preparing for doubles and uh, stuff like that, then I I think you should go and follow Ben Krellin yes. on Twitter. Yeah, immediately. <laughs> um, immediately. Um, so this is a quote from one of his tweets after the announcement. If Game Week 36 and 37 deadlines, this is for OFPL, but obviously the Game Weeks for us mimic OFPL Game Weeks. So if, if the 36 and 37 deadlines are both pushed back, then Game Week 35 will be a double game week for six to eight teams oh, wow. and 36 will be a blank game week for four teams oh. due to clashes with that, the FA Cup final. So um, if if they are not changed, then 16 teams will have a double game week in game week 37 and 12 or 14 teams will have a blank in game week 36. 
which uh, shouldn't shouldn't be the case. <laughs> COVID, the gift that keeps on giving. Um, wow, that is, yeah. I, I guess that's just something we tackle when we come to it. I don't know, Ryan. Any thoughts on this one? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's hard to know at this point, but um, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if it threw up those those scenarios that Taddy mentioned because this is just such the such a weird season that yeah of course it's just gonna get weirder at the end <laughs> of course yeah exactly um and i i should mention that genie hopped off um go do some schoolwork. like you said he's got like six weeks of schoolwork to catch up on um but obviously love having him on and forgot to even congratulate him for his win but uh like the humble man he is he just took the win and and kept it moving <laughs> yeah moved into moved into the sunset quietly so <laughs> rode off into the sunset um okay cool well there there you go um make sure you guys follow ben krellen and like you said uh toddy you know somebody i'm sure will will write an article for us on the draft society kind of detailing these changes if they do take place and uh and how draft leagues should maybe implement the the rule changes or the the schedule changes in order to keep things as fair as possible so yeah we're we're worried about it certainly but there's only so much you can really do it lot that's out of our hands in this case so don't don't stress yourself out about nothing let's talk gentlemen about the uefa various uefa leagues uh and the results from this week clearly toddy and i are uh, a little bit more scorched by this than ryan this week but um there oh, are you guys some... aren't in europe anymore i, oh. I didn't know mm, oh that's yeah. weird mm. Uh, there are, there are some results. That Did we you guys to... play today on Thursday? No. <laughs> yeah, we're we're still in it. That's cool. Didn't didn't check your cool. your game, but I guess you guys weren't playing Slavia Prague. Well, we didn't lo- we didn't lose, so there was that yesterday. That's we true. You kept a cleanie. We didn't lose. Uh, anyway, so let's start with City because that's going to be the one that everyone's asking about, and hopefully we can keep this a little bit short because, I mean, well, here's the thing. Maybe not. I don't know. Because we know nothing. <laughs> no, no, nor yeah, does anybody else. Fool's errand. Um, the thing, though, guys, City is going for a quadruple at this point. So, really, I mean, the league is sewn up, is it not? Like, Ryan, what is your thought on Pep going for all of these other competitions? Yeah, as, as we kind of... Um prognosticated the last time we talked about uh, Pep Roulette that there would be potentially uh, a Champions League team forming and a Premier League team forming. And it, it actually has kind of crystallized a little bit, um, particularly for for Mahrez and Foden, I'm thinking. Yeah. Um, because, yeah, it, it doesn't seem like they're going to be um, playing these back-to-back Champions League and then Premier League games. So I'm thinking about those two, those two guys in particular, which means that you know, for folks that have uh, Aguero and, and Jesus, that those two um, conversely are actually in the Premier League squad. So I'm glad I, I traded out uh, Mares in, in advance, kind of thinking that this would be the case. It's like the yeah. the better you play, the more you're going to be playing in the Champions League, the less you'll be playing in, in the Premier League. So precisely for fantasy managers, it's it's a really weird. Um, fickle mistress that's so. as, i mean i'm sure that's as the players would want it you know but like yeah. for us of this 
players of this fantasy game we don't clearly um, sterling seems like the in the premier league yes. squad as well yes, so he he's in the b team he's now. not he's not helping us though no no <laughs> yeah it's even worse he's starting but he's doing nothing well yeah i mean he's, he's shooting what 40 percent on target so <laughs> there you go uh, any thoughts yeah. on city toddy yeah i think at this point um having city players on your team is a, is a weird situation because because you can't trade them mm -hmm. uh, because like today I got an offer for uh, my Phil Foden and the offer was Pablo Fornals what? <laughs> I mean, I but mean, it's value. It's fair. It's value. Yeah, I mean, I mean, on the face of it, it's fair. So I think if you wanna if you wanna get city assets in because your team structure can handle like them playing two or three games in the upcoming sure. schedule then the best time to trade for them i think would be after lineups have been announced for the city game because all city player managers will be scrambling because mm -hmm. because they they will want uh, a playing player. Yeah, um, yeah. So, so that's Greedy. that's when you, yeah, that's when you you can pounce on 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 these city players that are out of the um, um, respective days eleven. Hmm. Uh, but other than that, I think this late in the season, in mostly in playoff leagues, I think you are just stuck holding. Because, um, because, like I said, I'm not going to trade out Phil Foden for Pablo Fornaus, who, although might represent value, will not, in his own, win me any game week. No. Uh, whereas Phil Foden might only play three games the rest of the season, but he has a better chance True. of winning me all those three game weeks by himself. Mm-hmm. True. So, so that's that's the city asset bingo. Obviously, uh, f this is true for like Mares, KDB, Foden, Cancelo, um, and that's about it. All the rest, I think the trade value is so low that you you are holding because because they are just uh, they are just above the drop like Aguero and Jesus yeah. and and um Bernardo Silva um Zinchenko Mendy mm -hmm. people like that you're just holding because you you have enough spots on your team if you don't then you're dropping them I think at least uh, yeah I, I agree I agree um I might I might try to go out and pick up somebody like a Fernandinho if he's out there um, yeah, he scored really well last yeah, game week. Yeah, just because he might play more um, now that they're going to need uh, what Cancelo a lot more. So yeah, I don't know. Although Cancelo didn't play um, in the Champions, he didn't start in the Champions League, which I was yeah, interested but, but to see. I guess it was they, one in more solidity. They have an FA Cup semi at the weekend before they play yeah. the Premier League game uh, mm -hmm. next midweek. So it's anyone's guess. At this yeah. point, this point in time, I'm playing against Gonzalo this week. I hope he doesn't. Hope he doesn't start. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Well, let's shift it to because I know you're you're itching to talk about them, Ryan. Let's shift it to Arsenal. Um, they had a, I mean, legitimately had a, a really really solid match against a very underrated um, Slavia team. I, I just really think that people don't understand like this team for Slavia Prague was, is like one of the best they've ever seen. Um, I think something they was a crazy lost a home game like all season. Yes, it? I was just gonna say that. There's a crazy stat. Something about they had they hadn't lost at home all season and they hadn't uh, they hadn't lost since even like away for for quite a while too. It was it's just crazy. Like a really really solid team. But anyway, what what does their win and their um, advancement mean? Do you think in terms of the, the Premier League? Um. Arteta seems to be sticking with um, a nucleus uh, attacking players. It was interesting to see him start uh, Pepe today, and he started him in the in the Premier League. So him and Lacazette um, seem to be nailed on right now. Um, it'll be interesting to see what happens w- when Odegaard comes back. Um, so Emil Smith Rowe. Saka, Lacazette, and uh, Pepe started up front today. Um, and it was, although Emil Smith Rowe didn't start in the Premier League over the weekend, he had a knock and he came back. So those players are going to be interspersed. Um, Obama Yang has malaria, which. <laughs> yeah, that's weird. <laughs> yeah. He, they said he had an illness, so I didn't know if it was like him just being moody or whatever, but then he actually legit has malaria. Um, so. Lacazette is going to be nailed on, uh, it seems like, for the foreseeable future, which which I love. Um, and they have Fulham this weekend. So, yeah, I think there's not going to be as much rotation as um, up front as, as you would think. I think the place that uh, he'll tinker with a little bit is um, more in the defense and in the, the fullback position. Um, Xhaka has been playing left back the two the last two games and actually done a, a decent job. Um, and then they've gone with Chambers at right mm. back. So Cedric and, and Bellerin have lost out. So maybe one of them comes back in um, in the Premier League. And then uh, Holding seems to have um, nailed down his spot. And uh, he went with Holding and Mari two games in a row at the expense of, of Gabriel. So maybe Gabriel comes back in over the weekend. But, um, yeah, I don't think there's going to be too much um, rotation for those um, attacking assets that you want to have, so nice, and they're yeah they're they're scoring. I mean, which the is huge opposition, too because they, they have a great uh, fixture list coming up too. Yeah, um, the opposition hasn't been that great, uh, Sheffield, and then Slavia Prague, even despite having a good season. But um, it's it's good to see, and Saka in particular um, has been putting himself into great positions and just not finishing because I think he had that knock and he's been a little rusty. Had a fantastic goal that was uh, really well taken. So I'm hoping that uh, his finishing is back and he looked fantastic. So I'm I'm hoping that he kicks on in the Premier League. So um, yeah, that might be a, a good quasi buy low because he hasn't been playing much and then. When he has, he hasn't really put up much numbers. Yeah. That combined with the schedule, I think uh, he should crack on. Mm, I like it. Okay. All right. Well, that's what I like to hear. Not not a whole lot of rotation. That might be similar to what's going on at Liverpool. What do you think, Toddy? Yeah, I think um, I think um, it's, it's going to be full throttle for top four. Obviously, they have nothing else to play for. And... Uh, 
having Champions League is a must, an absolute must, and the um, the chance is there because um, Chelsea is playing in in the Champions League semis, uh, so they might must be focused on that as well. Leicester FA Cup too, right? FA Cup semis as well, although probably not for long. <laughs> well, Do they play City? Uh, yeah, yeah, they yeah. play City this weekend, but maybe they'll they'll uh, do some two kill magic. We'll see. But but yeah, I think uh, I think I'm I'm gonna be a bit more um, controversial controversial about Chelsea because I think mm. I think there's gonna be less rotation in a sense. Uh, so like for some positions, there'll be there will be more rotation like center mid and center back are going to be rotated heavily um but they're going there's i it's been 20 odd games until Tuchel and i think it's the the best team is kind of known right now and i think it includes Havertz it includes uh Chilwell and uh it includes Aspilicueta and and I think that's that's the core, and um, obviously mount yeah. Uh, yeah. But all the rest will be rotated. But I think this core will stay stay on for most of the games. Okay. Just because um, just because there is no um, no taking their foot off the gas. It's it's the end of the season. They want. Uh, well, obviously they're not going for the treble, but they want top four, yeah. and either one of those a shot at either one of those trophies, uh, either one of those cups. So yeah, I think I think um, these guys will be nailed on, and the rest will be rotated. Oh man, yeah, that's interesting too, because I mean, obviously, you know, managers of Werner aren't going to love to hear that. Managers of Pulisic aren't going to love to hear that. Um, clearly we thought Hudson Odoi sort of had seen his last play time. Uh, and then he appeared on the weekend and it was just like, okay. And suddenly Reese James dropped out and we're like, wait, what is happening here? So Ryan, pretty much exact opposite of what we said was going to happen last week on the pod, even though we did get a lot right last week on the pod. I will, I will say that, but, um, but this Chelsea lineup was not one of them. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm trying to remember what we said about the Chelsea lineup, but, um, Interesting to see Pulisic uh, starting as much as he has. Um, he might be just, you know, inherently one of the guys that, that rotates just because Tuchel must know better than anybody that his fragile body just can't take yeah. that much playing time. Um, so he could probably rotate with maybe Berner or Zayac or, or one of those. But, um, yeah, I, I, would, I would tend to agree that there's at least a, a good core um, solidifying itself in, in that lineup. But hmm. yeah, there's certainly more, there's certainly some rotation to come. Oh, always. Yeah. I, I thought you guys, I mean, not just you guys, but I, I thought, Atati, you were, you know, you were saying this a lot when, when Tuchel came in, how he was such a tinker man. And I, you know, I thought it was a little bit overblown. I was like, okay, well, c- uh, come on, come on. I mean, how much are you really gonna, but no, I mean like, playing players not in their natural positions um finding a new position for certain players like just uh playing kai havertz at a forward or like a false nine and completely leaving out tammy abraham always now apparently 
um, as well as Olivier Giroud, who's just been done dirty, in my opinion. But just a lot going on there that I had not even begun to fathom when he came into the league. <laughs> I don't yeah. Know. Uh, then again, would you be surprised if, if like almost the same uh, eleven started uh, against City this weekend yeah. as uh, it did in, in the Champions League, and we would see um, like Tammy and and who else? Billy Gilmore uh, in the Premier Premier League yeah, no, uh, midweek. Not at all. At this point, I wouldn't be surprised to see anything come from Tuchel. So, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's working. Yeah, it is working. Absolutely. So, that, I mean, hats off to the guy. Except when he faces Big Sam. Right. <laughs> of course. Um, let's talk about Man U, finally, who also advanced. Um, and they, of course, I mean, are quote-unquote chasing City. But, uh, yeah. Um, but the thing about Man U is... They don't appear to have much of a bench, really, at all. Like, they don't have a B team, really. Uh, and if you sit Bruno, I think you start to lose matches. So, um, Toddy, let's come back to you. What do you think here in terms of the Man U lineup? I don't think there's going to be much change there. There's going to be a little um, shift between Cavani and uh, Greenwood. And maybe maybe a few matches in the Premier League for Dan James, but other than that, um, I think I think they're pretty pretty much set in their eleven. I don't see any Telles uh, minutes. I don't see any Phil Jones minutes. I don't see any. <laughs> don't Lee love it Wonder, if there were. Yeah. Beek minutes. Uh, who is who is done. So dirty. Oh, he has I to mean, be out the door. Yeah. There, I mean, I I mean just... he was one of the most exciting yeah. player, players at Ajax that came in and literally just rotting away on mm-hmm. the bench. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> I completely yeah. agree. Ryan, any thoughts on Man U? I know you're a big fan. Yeah. I would I um, have to, you understand, I have to make the joke. I, I just know that you hate them, so I just have to, <laughs> to throw it in there. I, I mean, know. I, I appreciate it. At, at this point, uh, I'd like to question um, the integrity of Cheeky Nando's FC because uh, I've heard that uh, they have a no-menu policy and I've also heard uh, through the grapevine that the no-menu policy has, a, has an out clause yes. uh, that, that, um, that opens the possibility for menu low knees to... <laughs> To be if, part of Cheeky Nando's FC, I've, I I didn't know that, and uh, that's a big surprise. Uh, I think the fans will be rumbling. If you look at the fine print of the bylaws, <laughs> clearly says that he can't put on a Man United kit. Oh, and Jesse Lingard, okay. as far as I know, is putting on a back the hammer tones. Oh yeah, <laughs> I think I think he did. He put might on he a might wear one to bed, too. but he, when he goes on the pitch, he's good. A West Ham kid on, mm-hmm. yeah. and uh, believe me, it it pains me to even do that, but it's, and it's for, technically allowed. And for JWP of all people, uh, dude, dude, I know. You could, it shows you how much I'm willing to sell my soul to just get this title. <laughs> yeah, that's so true. I will do and, uh, that's anything. A steal. Yeah. That's a steal. We'll do anything. Half. 
and and son as well. I got him before that, and he's along with Bruno, one of my least favorite players as well. So you brought in Bruno? No, no, God, oh, no, oh, no, okay. son. Okay, okay, okay. All right. Yeah, that, he would be the holy triumvirate if I brought him Bruno. That would be say. completely against everything <laughs> CNFC stands for. Wow, wow. But yeah, I've I've never rostered a Man United player in my career. It's pretty impressive, actually. Yeah. Yeah, I've I've I've. I probably would have benefited a lot, a lot from it at some points. Um, <laughs> like my draft this year, I would have, uh, Bruno fell to five and I had the fourth Ooh. spot and oh, I would yeah. have taken him at four if I didn't have it. Um, took Mane, but like the guy in fifth who ended up getting Bruno, like my God. <laughs> that's, but that's you know, a gift, all time gift. Than, we're more than a club. Yeah, it is what it is. <laughs> All right, so what I want to do, guys, quick here is we've got a couple things and then we'll wrap up. Um, but I do want to just take a gander at the fixture list, if we could, because you know that Drafter Thoughts has hooked us up with, uh, I got to say, one of the best fixture trackers in the biz and the only fixture tracker that focuses exclusively on the draft game and the fan track's default scoring uh, settings. So let's take a look at that. And I just, I mean, just really open kind of dialogue. I just want to get your guys' thoughts about um, anything that pops out at you, anything that uh, maybe you could take advantage of, you know, kind of kind of going forward. Ryan, let's come back to you first. Um, the thing that pops out kind of immediately with all of the, the green next to them, which indicates, you know, a, a softer schedule. Wolves, I mean, have a hell of a run. Um, next four fixtures, Sheffield, Burnley, West Brom, Brighton. And end with a little bit more difficulty with Spurs and uh, and Everton, but to be yeah, fair, that's that's not even difficult. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, these days probably not too much. No, but um, no. but Wolves are kind of at the beach as well, so you got to take that into consideration. But um, yeah, I think at this point you need to be starting defenders or streamers um, versus Sheffield United every every week. They've become the I hate to say it because the, the chaps are such great great chaps um they become the norwich from Mm. uh last season where you just want to start every asset against them with Um, even less goal threat (laughs) yeah yeah who would have who would have thunk it i don't remember the last time they scored a goal i yeah i I went heavy on the arsenal defenders and they hadn't had a clean sheet in i think 15 games and ended up getting one versus sheffield so Mm. my my team my team in the super league is so bad that my two (laughs) two rostered forwards i have two forwards rostered one is billy sharp no 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 billy sharp is out for the season so is mcburney so it's liz musay and callum robinson oh wow those are my two forwards wow robinson's been doing the biz but jesus musa oh man (laughs) he's bringing up brewster i mean i know he's been sitting in no joe's roster for a long time i've i've forever sworn (laughs) off that man the wonder kid (laughs) yeah (laughs) anything else you're seeing on the fixture list no i think this is the the wolves got a good schedule we've talked about it uh with arsenal um other than everton and, and chelsea i got a, a great stretch um liverpool's pretty good too but yeah yeah we haven't mentioned yeah. the palace blank this week and the tottenham double yet but aside mm-hmm. from that toddy what else are what else are you popping out at you um yeah the, that wolves uh schedule is a peach but so is liverpool's it's leeds newcastle 
Manchester United and then Southampton, West Brom, Burnley. Uh, so, uh, if you are, if you are, if you have, uh, if you're a bit antsy having, uh, Salah and Mane on your team, obviously, uh, it's the same with Firmino and Jota, but for different reasons, those guys are less, uh, tradable assets, I think. But for Salah and Mane, I think, you, you just need to hold for this schedule because, because they need to get their finger out and, and, and get this top four. And those guys, uh, doing the business will, will be, um, the deciding factor. Yeah. That's, that said, um, I do, I do think that Mane and, uh, Firmino were awful yes. against Real Madrid absolutely horrendous they're so out of form that i just <laughs> there's a um saying in hungarian uh which loosely translates uh as uh the ball is crying when they have it uh, and, and that that's what i felt yes. uh at play watching the united game uh it's, it's it was just it was just so bad so i actually i i actually was looking to trade out for mino um to Ooh. a fellow Liv- to a fellow liverpool fan uh but uh, firmino and los chelso for Patrick Bamford did not cut the mustard, oh, unfortunately. Wow. Um, so that's, that's my uh, sad, sad, uh, playoff life, uh, in a, in a sentence. Other than that, um, do not forget to scroll down on this, um, uh, oh, yeah. difficulty tracker page because at the bottom of the page, there is a, uh, specific, uh, d- difficulty tracker for just the playoffs and Leeds and Liverpool are no surprises there. We've been talking about them a lot, but at number three for schedule, uh, in the playoffs is one Burnley. Um, so I'd, wow. I'd sneakily try to look at getting, getting their assets in, uh, but, and by assets, I mean McNeil or right. Wood or Wood. <laughs> the, the, maybe if you can, if, if someone's dropped Pope yeah. after them, after him missing the game, uh, last game week, then he's, he's worth a pickup, obviously. Oh, absolutely. But other than that, um, I've, I've gone cold on my James Tarkowski love as well. So, uh, those three are probably the guys to, to get for that, uh, last three games. Leicester actually has a pretty good stretch as well. Um, the next four, West Brom, Palace, Southampton, and Newcastle. That's actually pretty tasty. Can they write the ship? What is going God, on? God. Yeah. This yeah. is, this is their cue to bottle it. Um, rest of season so they don't get champions league like last season yeah my god yeah they've been they've been bad if that yeah if they don't do the business against against west brom then all bets are off but west brom's been resurgent my god yeah absolutely prayer is playing like a man on fire he's incredible everybody is yeah i watched i watched that last match and the first 20 minutes they were like rabid dogs my god they were all over them yeah yeah it would be uh It'd be something else to see uh, if they they were to stay up. But I don't, is it possible even anymore? I, I don't know. 
I think technically, technically. But it's, it, they need a lot of stars to yeah. align. <laughs> I mean, they basically need to win out and for, I don't know, uh, Newcastle to and Fulham to, um, yeah, I don't know. Stranger Newcastle things. probably needs to, to, yeah, start losing. Stranger things. Yeah, oh, man. Knows? They play each other, I think, the last, last match. Last match is Fulham, Newcastle, yeah. Oh, um, man. Yeah. Oh, I assume that I assume everything will be you know illuminated by then, and it, it won't mean anything. But yeah, if it did come down to that, that'd be really tasty. Yeah, no, for sure. All right, well, let's move on then. Last but not least, guys, uh, I want a little bit just of insight into your preparations for this week, as much as you're willing to share with the listeners. So, any trades you're thinking about, any waiver ads, um, any stacks that you're thinking of doing, uh, anything like that 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 can help people out. Uh, win by the narrowest margins, every point counts. What do you think, Ryan? I'll come back to you first, and then we'll close out with Toddy. Um, yeah, real quick on kind of trade strategy, and uh, I've touched upon it a lot, but again, this this last part of the season, it's, you know, throw the previous 25 game weeks kind of out the door. Whoever's hot, go with the hot hand, trade some big names. That's who Toddy alluded to earlier, but... I traded out uh, James Ward Prowse plus one for um, for Lingard <laughs> this week, and I, I can't sleep at night. But I'm hoping that uh, the points will will uh, be my Nyquil in the next few weeks, <laughs> um, because yeah, you just you got to do what you got to do to to get the points, and you can't mm-hmm. argue. Not even me can argue with with uh, Lingard's points. So, despite how much you love a player, and despite how great he's been. The whole season, um, you got to look at the cold hard numbers, and JWPs just hasn't been doing much, and they have a one less fixture. They blanked this week, and Ben Guard's been doing the biz. So, <laughs> I mean, those are the kind of trades on the surface that uh, that might you know might hurt a little bit, but those are the ones you got to do to to you know to uh, close close the season out and, and try and get a title. So, trade I like it. trade. Trade strategy-wise, that's kind of what I'm doing, looking at the hot hands and then trying to package uh, bigger names that uh, might turn out to be okay. good value on the other side. Um, waiver wires picks this week. There's actually, at least in some of the leagues I'm in, um, a lot of good uh, streaming options this week. Uh, the double game week for Spurs, I mean, we've talked about it ad nauseum. Spurs have, like, four or five decent assets um and so it's not one of those teams that you want to just put <laughs> anybody on the roster because they have a double game week right um but lachelso might be a decent option given that uh i think he started the last two matches and the last match he got uh, eight points so if he was able to you know replicate that times two get you 15 16 points that's that's worth you know worth chasing um in my opinion rob holding um was I think the best scoring uh, defender for Arsenal last week. They also have a a good matchup versus um, Fulham this weekend. So uh, if he doesn't rest for uh, for Gabriel, I think he's a he's a decent shout. Seamus Coleman has scored twenty plus points the last two weeks. I shouted him out in the the Ghost Point article. Guy's been playing really well as a right wing back in the this new system for for Andrelotti. They have uh, Tottenham tomorrow. Um, he should be on your wire. Try and pick him up. Uh, I think Spurs probably score, but um, either way, with the ghost points, I think Coleman's a, a good shout. And and Everton have a decent schedule rest of season. Um, mm. 
I, I talked about the you know anti Sheffield United strategy. They play Wolves this weekend, so uh, try and get some streaming Wolves. Uh, Bowley's back; should be at least back fifty fifty. I think uh, he should be on your wire. Um, he should be good for aerials and potentially a clean sheet. I eat Nori's coming in as a left back. Uh, he's a good shout if he's not already taken. Kyle Bartley um, talked about West Brom. He's been uh, fantastic fan tracks wise. Uh, they have a tricky one against Leicester, but if Leicester doesn't show up, Bartley's going to ball out. So, um, and even if Leicester do show up, as I mentioned in the Ghost Point article, he's got the Ghost Points to back it up. Last one I'll I'll mention is uh, Albrighton. He came on for I think twenty minutes stretch at the end and ended up getting like eleven points. So when he when he plays, he's he's uh, yeah. he's really good. So um, I would take a punt on him because uh, I think they're early-ish uh, game in the game week. So uh, yeah, those are my those are my streamers. Yeah, not to mention um, basically what Lester wingbacks have been pretty terrible recently. So Pereira yeah, I'm hoping that Pereira brings. <laughs> comes back he had an assist in the last game um i'm hoping that he he comes back with a vengeance this week yeah all right sounds good toddy what are you doing this week how are you prepping this week um i'm rewinding and listening to that monologue by rye (laughs) i love it (laughs) Uh, that's that's just a holy holy grail of uh that was good streamers yep I, I I can't add anyone. I think that's that's uh, all, all of the guys I mentioned in my waiver article and the trades. Maybe Masuaku is a good shout uh, mm. if if he's available on on waivers. Obviously, we'll be dropping this um, Thursday night, Friday, so not waivers but free agency. But maybe he's there in an eight-team league. Go pick him up. West Ham have a good schedule coming up and he should be good. Um, but look out how they are setting up without Cresswell. Mm. If they go four at the back, then he's less valuable. Yeah, for sure. But we'll see. We'll see how they do. Um, I'm secretly hoping for uh, Ryan Fredericks. Mm, that would appearance. be nice. Um, if you job. see him in the lineups, he's worth an immediate add. Absolutely, yeah. and also um, I have sneakily picked up Fabio Silva in a few of my leagues. He came on uh, the last two games and scored and assisted as well, whereas William Jose did absolutely <laughs> nothing. Absolutely. Hang on a second, he got a uh, goal wrongly chalked off. That's true. And then ended up with zero points at the end of the way day. Well, Ryan had no look. sooner sent the "I told you so" text than I was, was writing goal, up a tweet. Was the goal? Thank chocolate. God! <laughs> yeah, thank God! I waited for VAR, and he drops yeah, the goose so, egg. Oh. So I do, I do think that there's a there's a good chance uh, of uh, Fabio Silva featuring from the off. Um, he's been he's been lively. He's been uh, pretty sharp coming on late uh, and obviously I think with this young guy uh, throwing him in the deep end into a v- an extremely underperforming Wolves team when Jimenez got injured yeah. was not the way to introduce him to to the Premier League and this this is rather the way so come on to, to uh, at the end of two games score assist and then you're given a game against uh, lowly 
um, Sheffield United. So yeah, I, I I think I think there's a chance of him him starting. If if so, then I'd obviously would love to start him. So yep, I think I like that's that. those 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 are my uh, ads to to Ryan's extensive list. Hmm. Yeah, sorry, I just realized that I probably took every every decent waiver wire pickup and <laughs> all good, man. What do we think all about um, you were stream Neto? What do we think about Neto coming out? Uh, is it just going to be a like for like with Moutinho um, coming out like he like he did in the last game when Neto got his unfortunate injury? Um, yeah, I think so. I think so. Yeah. I mean, I don't um, consider them like to like, but I mean, no, in no, terms no. of like they. <laughs> He got swapped in. Yeah. Well, um, yeah. actually, yeah, I, I'm really interested in uh, what what's happening with Joao Moutinho because um, he came on and in 57 minutes got 11 and a half points, hmm. which is pre- pretty decent. Um, and he got all of those points without um, taking over uh, set-piece duty hmm. because set-pieces were shared... Uh, by uh, Samedo and Aitnuri um, last game after Neto went off injured. Yeah, this this stat is provided by uh, Drafter Thoughts, nice. obviously. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and um, so so that's that's uh, I think that's something that uh, keen admirers of Joao Moutinho's um, game will be looking out for if he if he gets those uh, free kicks and uh, corners back uh, when he's fully fit and healthy and ready to start uh, hmm. the next game like yeah no that's that's a good shout for sure yeah and, and he's got it in you know he's got it in him when when he's on his game uh he can have bouts of i guess poor form but when he's on his game he's he's still a baller it doesn't matter that he's a little bit older at this point he's he seems to be immortal yeah. Aside from the injuries, I guess. <laughs> All right, boys. Aside well, from the poor form in the injuries. Well, I mean, yeah. So, so other than that, you know, he's really good. Um, <laughs> awesome. It's been good, guys. It's been it's been really good. I was so excited to have everybody back for the beginning of the pod. And um, yeah, Toddy, so good to hear your voice again. I'm glad you guys are doing well. Uh, I know life is life is busy. It's been crazy for us too. But we're gonna try to keep getting you guys at least one pod a week. Uh, I know that you know things are life might get a little bit busier before it slows down so we're gonna try for the one if you get more from us then hey uh early christmas but yeah we love you guys community you guys are fantastic absolutely fantastic thank you so much for the kind words um and just really just building us up and encouraging us about uh the draft society it's been really really amazing and they just can't uh can't thank you all enough so yeah i've gotten many many dms just saying what good work we're doing and and just you guys know that we do it because this community rules and and we love you guys so all right we'll talk to you all soon this has been the key pass collective thank you so much for tuning in and good luck in your game week cheers